I like Even Handed Justice a lot. Superb. It is almost the opposite of what the card is called. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. And if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the worst, so it's probably the last. With unopposed to claim banter, it's banter behind the throne. Hello and welcome back to episode 37 of Banter Behind the Throne. I'm your Emperor of the Galaxy, Dave Bamford. I'm joined by my Grand Moff, Craven. Say hello, Craven. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, yep, he's back after a couple of weeks of absence. Yes. And I'm joined by my Space Tanner, Peel. <laughs> hello. <laughs> How are you, Peel? I was hoping for... Um... No. No. <laughs> I thought, could you be a Jedi? No, I don't think so. I think definitely not. Space Tanner. Space Everyone Tanner. needs leather. <laughs> He's a Gungan. <laughs> Even in space, people need leather. I yeah. do. And of course, we have a special guest today. Today we have our dirty rascal, Jack Abbott. Say hello, hello. Jack. Yay! Hello. Fantastic. So of course, we are the UK's premier Star Wars LCG podcast, and today we shall be talking about what we've been up to this week, as always. And then, after that, we'll go on to a little rules discussion and drama that happened on uh, on the Facebook group this week. Uh, well, today. Uh, we'll talk about intentional draws and some drama from a store championship at the weekend. Uh, we'll talk about a new chapter pack announcement. And uh, then we will talk about some exclusive spoilers from the upcoming Deluxe Box. And finally, uh, we'll bring back an old feature. We did our favourite cards beginning with and we went through cards a to z now of course we'll take a more broader look at the meta and uh we'll do our favorite objective sets beginning with a i know i've got mine ready i hope you guys have got yours ready so uh Same craven here. uh we're waiting for a big box Deluxe, uh, galactic ambitions hasn't come yet so we're kind no. of in the lurch what have you been up to this week um well i've been relatively busy which is why i've been away for the last couple of weeks but um so i haven't had much chance to play anything um but i have been oh, i've been tinkering with some thrones decks instead it, oh that hurts so, yeah yeah so i've been doing thrones instead of star wars but um that's been going that's been going quite well yeah um because first snow came out and oh, i'm not too sure what that card does but um i haven't seen it before um but I, I built a, a Tyrell deck using the Arbor, um, and I found out today that you you can't set it up as a duplicate or something. Really? So that's yeah. a counterintuitive rule. So basically, Thrones, Thrones is um, it's really the rules are just so fucking stupid. So I'm probably just going to stop and go back to Star Wars. It's well, quite confusing. You know, at least uh, at least in Thrones you can't blank attachments to make them fall off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's broken. So yeah, that's it for me, really. Quite long. Okay. Peel, have you been up to much this week? I've been dealing with Daily Mail. Fallback. Fallout. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just British well, life. Put it this it? way, Dave. Now I, I have a personal vendetta against the Daily Mail. Yeah. Um, and subsequently, I am going to go on a one-man um, 
spree in order to quell the population due to it. Well, it's probably best not to talk about potential sprees on air. We've already been called out about your uh, match-fixing from last week, Peel, where you're deliberately slow-playing to give other people points. And uh, certain Mr. Hines was... You said, you just like, sometimes I just play slowly, so I get a mod mm. win. <laughs> no, come on. Every single person does that. <laughs> no Every one plays slowly person. to get a mod win. People sit there and take 20 minutes over which bugger to kill, and I'm meant to fucking play fast all the time. Nah, it's not that. <laughs> well, if you oh, want to screw yourself oh, a light side And deal. a dark side game in. That's a problem. I know. Well, yeah. that's what the tricky thing is when you're playing Star Wars. You've got to get in the light side, which, of course, obviously Jedi's clearly. Um, then dark well, side. No, you, you, you know I'm a smuggler man. You know I'm a smuggler man when I'm playing my See, light I, side I, decks. I like it. You know. So, I don't know. You know. Smugglers and Sith. You know, I played the same Sith deck for uh, like four years, uh, and then I changed it to Navy and won a Star Championship. <laughs> Rock on, Tommy. Yeah. Rock on. Okay, so. Uh, go on then, Jack. What have you been up to? I unfortunately also found very little time for Star Wars. My local shop was only running a Game of Thrones Star Championship, so just just turned up, up to that really. That, that's disappointing to hear. But did you at least do well? Yeah, I won. So the game's oh. pretty easy. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't make it as my main game because just there's not too much involved in it. No, Carpool's a bit small at the moment, isn't it? Mm. It's like Conquest. Yeah, what shit. Yeah. <laughs> so t- tell us about your deck then, as uh, no one's really played any Star Wars, we may as well cross over a bit into the other LCGs. What, what did you play? Oh, go on then. I played um, Targaryen Banner to Lion, the classic okay. Smash Brothers, um, from a couple of test sessions with Craven after I wiped his board against Leaping Lions every game. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> no. Um, it was kind of cool being the only person in the room playing a military deck that mattered. Okay, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Because uh, I don't think any of the other decks really care about military that much. Certain Stark decks, that's it. Yeah, there, there was one Stark deck in the room, but I don't think he did that well. Oh dear. Okay, so uh, is there any? Were there any particular subtleties in your deck, or? Was it just pretty standard Smash Bros? No, Get Smash Joe Brothers is, is probably the least subtle deck I've ever played. It, that is definitely true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I'm going to play these six drops and hope you have nothing. <laughs> and then you and uh, my opponents had nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fair play. Congratulations. I'm sure it is a hard-fought win. Were there many there? Yeah, there was 19, actually. It was quite a lot of people. That's pretty solid, actually. Yeah. Craven scrubbed out, didn't turn up. Something about sleep deprivation. Craven, your dedication to the LCG in general cause is lacking of late. Disappoint me. Yeah, we um, played four rounds of Swiss and then top eight. That's is that what it, that's what it says in the rules now, isn't it? For that kind of. Uh, I think so. Order. Yeah, because Waitland were, were pretty. Um, adamant at playing to the the actual rules so I was surprised to hear a top 8 cut but I guess that must be what it is in the thing because I was expecting top 4 but I'm kind of glad because I, I squeaked in on 4th place so I wouldn't want it cut any lower <laughs> okay uh, Craven's gone so I'm sure he'll join us again later yeah, um, yeah I think the new ones at some point it yeah it cuts to top 4 rounds cut to top 8 whereas it probably should be 5 rounds top 4 but you know if you make the cut, you make the cut. Who cares, right? 
Yeah, and Barry pointed out so. that there was 40% of the people in the cut or something like yeah. with those numbers. And I'm like, I kind of like that. It's very it's inclusive. Just... It's very warm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just enough people to make it feel like no one really lost out. Because <laughs> like, the two twos that were... Um, uh, that did like not make it were the people who were like, oh, I, I got to win against people who had just started playing, you know, and I'm not playing too long myself. So I don't feel like they got like knocked out of the top eight and felt like, oh, I, I played really well and fought really hard, and this is like my you know, eighth or ninth store champs. Yeah. Okay, well so that's good. I think it worked out well. Sure. Don't don't let Whammy hear me say that. No, no, I won't. I'll, <laughs> I'll ask him not to download the podcast this week. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> listen. <laughs> okay, so I went to the uh, Northampton Store Championship and I took a deck which was Tyrell, Banter 2, the Lion. Yeah, that's right. Uh, running the Arbor and running the big characters, just like, yeah, I've got lots of economy uh, and then I've got lots of big characters and now I win. Did um, you uh, dupe the Arbor? I ran the Arbor, yep. I did, I, actually, in my first game, I did, did dupe the Arbor on setup. I was did you do me one set? I did. I did. <laughs> I, I broke the rules. Dirty um, cheater. I don't think it mattered. Did anyone at any point have anything to destroy a four cloth limited location? Yes. Oh. Yes. I'll Ooh. get to that. So okay. uh, the deck ran. It was it was built by Wama and uh, Ruben from the Netherlands, um, and they sent it to me the day before and just said, "Have a look at this." And I was like, oh, "I can't be asked to make a deck. I'll just play this." Um, <laughs> so. Because <laughs> I'm way too lazy to make my own decks nowadays. Um, so first off, I played a Barra Sun deck and uh, got my I, I got my Randall out turn one and he got tears and I was sad. Uh, and then I got my Night of Flowers out turn two and he got tears, so that was sad. Uh, and the first round I got the third tears on the injury check claim, so yeah, that was disappointing. Um, but I managed to just accelerate with the arbor so much that my duped arbor so much that i just had the board presence to you know counter pretty much everything um and so i won that fairly comfortably um then i played a stark fealty deck uh and first snow turned that for me i had lots of big blokes they had lots of weenies um which was nice uh then i played against big mike who was oh craven you're back Skulking back. Oh, God, what happened there? Oh, I don't know. Your computer. You kicked me out of that, this as well. Yeah, I've just got a maliciousness uh, against you today. Um, so third round. <laughs> Big Mike playing uh, Baratheon, Banners of the Lion. Um, very heavy on the dominance. No copies of Fat Bob. Um, he set up the. I think it was. The Armoury, Gendry, and the Iron Throne. I was like, oh, oh lovely. Christ. <laughs> uh, and in the end, he had, after my first snow, he actually killed Melisandre for military claim. So that he could protect his Gendry. Which was horrible, because I wasn't running uh, marched. So that made me incredibly sad. Um, he won initiative on the final turn, when I thought I might just be able to bring it back. And then uh, he had two copies of Consolidation of Power in hand. To, to go from 13 to 15 in the marshalling phase uh, and I had two hands judgments to cancel them but I had no gold so oh. that was nice <laughs> um, my final round uh, I played against a Greyjoy Sun deck 
Um, he had a very he, a much better opening than me. I start, I kept a subpar setup because I had the Arbor. Um, and I thought, you know what? Okay, I'll. He's only got one five coster. I will, and I have a decent board. I played the Mountain turn one. I will first snow very early. I should be fine. I've got a pleasure barge and I've got Bear in the Maiden Fair. I'm seeing something good. Right. So I first snow, leaving him with some characters and me with the mountain and some Rattle Shirts Raiders or something. Uh, I Bear in the Maiden Fair, which gets cancelled, and then draw into nothing but chuds, including with my pleasure barge, so I can't play any characters that turn, uh, which made me a little sad. Um, then he gets the unopposed, puts my arbor. Uh, do not, do not sow. We do not sow the arbor, and then oh. uses uh, Euron to steal it in the next challenge. Um, oh! And then it was oh, a slow, no. slow downhill from there. Uh, I f- held on for another four or five rounds, or something silly, but uh, it wasn't pretty. Okay, so, so there you go. You just can't, to interrupt you can't what you're talking about here, um, it, it does raise a very interesting point about first snow, doesn't it? Because um, a lot of people, I mean, card game DB predictably. Got his panties in a bunch about it. Um, a few people have sort of complained and said, "Oh my god, first snow and all that." And there's no denying it is absolutely fantastic, and definitely makes you have you have to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. But it's not 100% brilliant all the time, is it? Uh, no, I mean statistically, I should have been able to get something playable, whether it's yeah. a dupe for one of my low cost uniques, or you know a bodyguard or an ambush character or something uh, out of the five cards and the Bear in the Maiden Fair. But the fact that he had multiple hands judgments for Bear in the Maiden Fair and my own hands judgment later, it just, yeah, it, meant, it meant I lost essentially playing that first snow. I Obviously, still I'm... think it was a reasonable decision. I think the work, yeah. it was worth the risk because if I ha- it had come off, I would have been fine. But um, turns out... I, I, I missed um, the start of this conversation. What was you playing, Tyrell Lanny? Yes. Um, do you also run Wildfire in that deck? No, too many high so, costs. Yeah, so you're using your your reset is essentially your first no, batter their board position afterwards. Yep. And then leave them with shit. Yeah, that's the intention. good idea. Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, like so it. that's basically it. Um, Big Mike went on to win it. He's been to several sword championships this year. Keeps getting knocked out in the first round of the cup, but he managed to pull through this weekend, which was which was good. Um. And it was my brother's first tournament. He took a took some time away from our beloved Star Wars to come and play uh, play <laughs> Thrones, and he played Stark Fealty. Um, I was watching, and you know his first game was a very very close loss against Mike. He won another game, um, then a, what looked like a battering from Baratheon. But if they hadn't top decked Melisandre in the final turn, it would have turned completely, and John would have wiped their four character board. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, he had uh, Winter is Coming put to the sword and Ice. Sweat. <laughs> uh, and he was he was ready for it. It was on their first snow turn, so it was only good characters left. And he could get... Coming in hot, lads. Out comes Melisandre to Neil Rob, and that's it. No one else can do he, it. He uh, picked up his skills on the Star Wars circuit, didn't he not, Dave? He has picked up his skills yeah. on the Star Wars circuit. So uh, I've played a couple of games Transferable skills. And he's definitely... Uh, he, he knows what he's doing. And uh, he is, he's, that was his first deck he built. And after the tournament, we came back and he said, I came to get something. And he said, I'll give you that as long as you give me the Thrones cards to look through. It's like, yes, I've got him. He's built a got second him. deck. <laughs> yes. yes. Another one my, um, the dust. My buddy who's been living in Latvia for the last couple of years, he moved home 
a few weeks ago. Yeah. And um, he he really enjoyed playing Magic in the past when we would give him a deck. Um, and my friend Chaz, who is pretty good at sort of making Magic decks, he gave him a Vampire deck and he, he absolutely fucking loved it. And maintained as a result of that, he's now good at card games. Um, but I, I think I'm going for lunch with him tomorrow and one of my uh, high on my list of objectives is to talk him into playing Thrones to try and get another person into it around here, which would be good. Um, I know it wasn't last weekend, but I went to a store championship the weekend before. I should have gone to the same store championship Jack went to, um, but my work rang me Friday lunchtime and put me on a night shift Friday night, which means I got home from work two hours before that tournament started. So, yeah, that was not going to happen. But the week before, I went to one at Rayleigh and got into the cup, got knocked out in the first round. So I got my sweet mat. Um, I was running Leap and Lines, um, which is pre-first snow. So that deck has got better, but I think, from first snow. Um, and it was good fun, but there's nothing really much to say about that because I think Leap and Lines is kind of a unknown quantity now so i won't labor the point too much but um yeah did all right got my mat so that's what i wanted good to hear it good to hear it okay so yeah. uh, we've touched on it briefly but the next major point we said we'll talk about is the arbor so there was a bit of drama on the uh, agot 2.0 facebook group um earlier about yeah. whether or not you can set up duplicates of the arbor the answer is no because you are playing two limited cards on setup so you can't can you play a limited card and then dupe the arbor? The answer is no, because it checks the limited restriction before you play it, and you can't. And can yeah. you dupe the arbor and then play a limited card? And the answer is also no. <laughs> so the duplicate of the arbor in all cases counts as a limited card. Bear that in mind, because that is going to... Hopefully not... I mean, it's one of the reasons why you shouldn't draw up to seven cards until you flipped your setup. Uh... I often stop, if I know someone's new, I'll stop them drawing up until I've seen their setup, because even experienced players do it. Sometimes the setup just isn't legal. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's very important that you you, you, you show your setup before you draw up. Um, but it, aside from that, in most cases, you would hope the opponent is going to be fairly reasonable about it. Like, just take the dupe back if you really want to play the rose road like most people won't be too too angry about that i hope but it's it's worth bearing in mind and obviously you want to play as close yeah. to the rules as possible without having but to ask for tape backs what we take from this is basically the limited restriction is checked while the card is in your hand so if you've got two cards of limited in your hand you play one of them the other one cannot leave your hand no matter if it doesn't end up becoming a limited card i.e a dupe that check happens the moment you go to play it so yeah that's right. Uh, the same ruling applies to Lannisport moneylenders on fortified position turns. They are limited when you play them, even if they no longer have a limited when they are on the table. Correct us. Yeah. That reminds me a lot of the ruling with Sansa coming into play on the fortified position turns. Still comes in now to modify to how it enters play. Does she? I would have thought uh, she doesn't. Yes. I'm pretty sure she does come in now because uh, the way she comes into play is checked before she hits play. That is very interesting. That's fairly. because it's, yeah, it's not a reaction. It's, it's her text say reaction. It doesn't say reaction. No, master, it doesn't. Is it? It's, it's, uh... it's when she's master, she comes in now. So I would... Yeah, before yeah, actually... Right, team, to be is. honest, before today, I would have thought that she would come in standing. But based on that limited ruling, Jack's right. She has yeah. to come in now. 
I've I've just googled it and that's what yeah. K Tom's ruled, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> Glad you took my word after you, googling it. <laughs> you yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take your word Thomas. for it after K Tom's agreed. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. Um, <laughs> you dick, Dave. <laughs> I, just, I like to be certain. Um, it just goes to show there's always something new to learn. I've been playing this game for over three years and I'm still learning the rules, which is reassuring. Yeah. Um, okay, so basically, the Arbor is confusing and uh, don't post about the Arbor on the Facebook group anymore because the mods won't like it. You'll get um, the ban hammer. Yeah, exactly. Does this make the arbor less attractive? Yes or no? Ever no. so slightly. No. Yeah, I would agree with Dave on this one. Ever so slightly. Um, and I think only against Greyjoy. Really. Yeah, I tell you what, if you really want to fucking upset people, get a Greyjoy deck. Get three <laughs> copies of We Do Not So. Um, and just... Yeah, fucking have it, mate. Get it off them. Euron has just gone up in value immensely. Oh, yeah. Hugely. Um, and, of course, if they steal your arbor, you can't play another one. Can't play another one. Um, can't play and another. also, if if the arbor is duped and you win an unopposed challenge with Euron, you can put mm. the arbor to... You can We Do Not Sow the Arbor to put it in your opponent's discard pile, pillage a card, and then steal the arbor, even though yeah. your opponent has it in play. So oh, oh man, we sh- we so should have grim. decided to build an arbor attack deck today, but never mind. <laughs> Next time, we've got plenty to do. <laughs> we just Next built it time. three times. You're on three times. We do not sow, and what then banner? 53 other cards. Yes, basically, <laughs> or 54 for the banner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Always. 50, 54 to make it a legal deck. 55 for the banner. <laughs> yeah, I can't add up. Shall I publish that on phone, Steve? I'll publish it on Phones DB now. Free Euron, free Foot to the Sword, or whatever it is. And go we for it. So. Will it let yeah. me do it? Will it, be, will it, let... it won't let you do it, I don't think. Just Throne's DB, I think they should put in a random card selection button. Like, just for those moments where you're just like, oh, fucking no. And there should just be, you've got ticks, and you can just click random. So I don't just care, just something. like, character, yeah. I guess? I need a 61st card. Click, there we go, that'll do. Thank you. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Tears? I've got no intrigue icons. Whoops. I'm just checking up on my um, card reviews on ThronesDB. Um, I've had five likes from my Rise of the Kraken review. Um, and then, like, Scantrell's popped in underneath it with, like, a proper rules FAQ question about it. That's boring. We don't want to hear that. Um, and my Tywin review is currently sitting at only two likes. And I quite like the Tywin review. I like it as well. It was That's very informative. Yeah. Um, I bet there's some more. <laughs> Get yourself out there. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. So, yeah, I, I still like the Arbor, but I have found that um, it's it's a massive tempo hit no matter when you get it out. So you need to sort of be aware of it. It's not just a case of play the Arbor win, as some people have claimed. It, it really isn't. Um, but it's still fucking brilliant. Very pretty and green. I quite like Tyrell all of a sudden. I quite like just the green. It's nice. It's your old school barrel love coming back. I've, also, I think it's because now I feel like the swag god needs to be honoured because I've gone and won the mat. Jack kindly gave me a Thrones um, deck box of Tyrell um, in the previous tournament. I mean, I, I won one the other week and I gave that away. But um, 
I've now got over a full set of swag. I just need to get myself some Dracula's tokens, and I'm off. Yeah, see, you know, I nice. used... I didn't want to use my mat, so I used a Lannister mat and Lannister tokens. And I only went 2-2. So, what does that mean? You had Lanny in the deck, so what have you done to upset the god? Mm. Well, it's not my main mm. house, is it? You know? <laughs> no, true. There I'll... Um, I'll consult the holy book and let you know. <laughs> I am the prophet of the swag god. I have a feeling both me and Jack went and did the same thing there and Googled your um, Tywin review on Thrones <laughs> TV. Because all of a sudden it's gone up to four likes. <laughs> yeah, I just gave it one. <laughs> and I heard you do a little giggle and I was like, right, okay. <laughs> You're reading it as well. Well, the other one I've done is Rise of the Kraken. And I think I did one more, but I've forgotten what it is. So if you can find my other missing review, do let me know. Yeah, Huh? Jeb. Hidden Jeb. Hidden Jeb. Oh, right. I was like, who the fuck's Jeb? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rise of the Kraken is... <laughs> no, they know what I'm always thinking about. Okay. <laughs> That's it. They're the rules we live by. <laughs> and then a rules fact. No. Well, basically, I've because they're reviews, I, I didn't know how heavy the band hammer would come down in these. So I've, even though I talk complete bollocks the whole way through, I always make sure to review the card at the end. <laughs> Quick yeah, 10 out of 10. In, in one sentence as well. Just, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Two claim. <laughs> that gold's good. <laughs> one injury by God. All right, okay. So that's the arbor. <laughs> um, the next topic on our list of topics we have to talk about is intentional draws. Yeah. Um, obviously, we discussed them, in, well, not necessarily at length, but we discussed them last week and we are generally opposed to them except in the final round of the Swiss, where it doesn't really matter. But there was a bit of a drama at a London Store Championship this year, this year, this week, this weekend. Um, this weekend. Where Taking a broad view, this year. This year, sometime, yeah. this weekend. Um, uh, unspecified date and time. Yes, <laughs> in London. <laughs> uh, I won't mention names. Uh, allegedly. But the, <laughs> allegedly, there was <laughs> this incident where a two players elected to draw. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Allegedly elected to draw, uh, and the TO wasn't present, which you can't do. The TO has the judge has to be present before you uh, before you even discuss drawing. Well, you can't do it anyway. It's not legal to do this till well, April. This is going to get onto that. Yeah, that you can't. I'm incensed before, already, Dave. Before <laughs> April, you can't even do it. Um, and. There was a third player involved on the next table who gave them advice and said, yes, you can draw, that's fine. And so they just did it, put the slip in the box, and one of them went for lunch. Uh, so when the TO, who was playing, finished his game, he looked at the slips and just thought, what the fuck is this? There is no, there's 30 minutes left on the round. You can't draw like this. I haven't even called time. Let's go for lunch. All right, then. we. Well, Literally, I mean, that's, the fuck is this? That is the main use of it, basically. Give yourself a break before the cut. Um, but yeah, like they hadn't. The TO wasn't aware. They were just up sticks. So obviously, he was in a bit of an awkward <laughs> position because you can't draw in this situation. The TO wasn't there. It's not legal. Um, so what? What does he do? Uh, he's in the. They, both of them are making the cut if they make a draw or whether one of them wins and one loses. Whatever happens, both make the cut. Um, but there is also the potential that the TO makes the cut. 
So what would you do in this situation? Fight. You would just make them fight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roll by combat. Yeah. If you want to take the easy way out of your game, you're going to take the painful way out of a situation you're in. To put them up. <laughs> that seems fair and reasonable to me. Yeah. Okay. Any any further on that than just fight, or is that is that our consensus? Well, you should have a um, a secondary judge if the TO was playing. So you should have the secondary judge make the ruling if it well, it would affect the TO standings. Yeah, it's only as a uh, store championship, so the judge can play. You don't need a second judge. Here comes Jack with his sensible way again. Yeah, trying oh, to bring in this. Uh, I thought you have the second order. secondary no. judge if the TO's playing I'm so you can have them judge their game I think you are expected to have one I don't think you need it's one. just they're not they're not, they're not they aren't forbidden from playing but I think the expectation is still that you oh, have no, someone oh no I, I did there. mean they've been from playing but you would have someone who's in no, a I was just to say, like, yeah. I know they are allowed to play but I don't think that kind of precludes the introduction of a second judge in which case yeah that does make the most sense but I mean yeah, okay joking aside obviously you shouldn't have to fight. If you if they both elected to fight over it, then that's fine. But I don't think you should force <laughs> people to fight. Um, but it's a de- it's a tough one. It really is a tough, tough situation because well, yeah, the, the, the judge involved can't be accused of feathering his own nest, can he? No. Uh, so what would you do to the the third player who gave them incorrect advice? Would you penalise him in any way or her? Uh, if I was like, if I had a bottle of coke or something out, I'd just tip it over. Nice, yeah. So, not not passive aggressive, a bit more aggressive than passive aggressive, but not outright just. Just so it make their mat all sticky, and then they oh. always know. That would be well. They didn't have a mat. Well, then the table they were sitting there, it might go on their trousers, and then basically, um, if it was any normal day, like loads of ants would attack them. Oh, right, if, it yeah, was, okay. if it was summer, they'd have to deal with a wasp on the way home. That's true. <laughs> and everyone would laugh at them because they look like they wet themselves. Yeah, so I think that's only fair. That's, that's a weird punishment. <laughs> well, in the end, the TO flipped a coin. Flipped the table. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, he flipped a coin and the winner of the flip won the game. Because you can't have a draw and uh, somebody has to win. So that he, oh, felt, he felt that that was the the best way of doing it. You're already 35, 40 minutes into the round. You can't make them play again. Um, how how else would you do it? You could disqualify them. Yeah. If the if the, if the TO in question hadn't been involved in what would happen next, I would have expected a DQ. Really. I, I, um, if I was if I was the judge and I wasn't playing, I'd have DQ'd them. Mainly I would have DQ'd for banter. the people who did the intentional draw because that is objectively not allowed in the rules yeah. at this moment in time. The person who gave them uh, unsolicited advice or whatever, that's a bit more subjective, and I don't think you could really get away with DQing that person, to be perfectly honest. Um, I think that would be a little bit draconian, because at the end of the day, the people who made the decision to draw the game were those two people in there. Um, but they would definitely, you'd have to kind of give them a word and say, look, you know, this isn't really your place to kind of be in influence in other games because it's it's one sort of step away from coaching someone in a game in a way isn't it yeah giving them advice which influences the result it's hard to to say like to give them a punishment because in a way they those two should you know accept their responsibility of their choice 
Okay, well, in the end, he flipped the coin, and um, so one of the players won, one lost. They carried on with the tournament, and the TO came fifth. So the, he would have made the cut if there was a DQ, but in the end, he just stopped playing and cried. Um, so there was an added bit of extra drama in that one of the players involved in the draw is an ex-competitive Magic player. And so intentional draws are, you know, their thing. Um, and the other player wasn't. And there was information to suggest that there was a bit of coercion in encouraging the draw from the ex-Magic player who wanted the draw to the other player. And that he kind of... He talked him into it and he wasn't up for the draw initially. Would that change your opinions? If I say no, no is that going to change my... (laughs) Is it going to reveal my past if I say no? Please leave. (laughs) You're not Um, allowed to... I would say you're not allowed to belligerent them into it. Like, but a discussion is definitely allowed. Like, you can outline it and go, look, this works out favourably for both of us. Obviously, it was illegal anyway, so the relevant point, but... Yeah, I don't think it should be any real extra kind of punishment given to the person for, like coercion because that again that's a very fine line and very hard to prove like if the the TO had come back in and this guy had the other guy in like a full Nelson or whacked him into a sharpshooter and was telling him (laughs) to do an intentional draw then maybe that's a bit different. Uh, Are you warming up for Wrestlemania this Sunday? Is this you getting your wrestling knowledge back on track? Mate, I'm warming up for WrestleMania because I'm I'm in WrestleMania. Oh, are you? Are you? Is Shane O'Mac going to drop out and it'll be you versus Taker? You well, that's what I'm hoping. They haven't <laughs> run me yet. Um, but, but I need to get ready. Number, so, um, I'll see what happens. <laughs> Fine. But no, sure. I was trying to think of a comedy wrestling move that would be completely inappropriate. I rank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be a submission move. I was going to say obviously the Crip across face, but no one knows what it is anymore. Because that's been yeah. removed from history. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Who? Too. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's worked. I'd um, imagine the walls uh, of Jericho would be in a... Uh, a the walls of Jericho, yeah. Like, imagine you just sort of pan around, you're taking in the tournament, or your, your opponent's coming back from the toilet. And you think, what the fuck's going on down there? He's got him in the walls of Jericho, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly, yeah. The top seed is just put the second seed in walls of Jericho. Just, it's not appropriate. He's gone at him with a mandible claw. What's <laughs> <laughs> he got a sock on his hand for? Yeah. yeah we should do a podcast about wrestling. <laughs> we should, you're right. It's much easier than this Star Wars lot. Oh, God, your right. Star Wars is difficult. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Craven, I'll leave the next segment to you because right. I feel like it really. Uh... Oh, yeah, my champ card. Yeah, there was. there's a chapter pack spoiler uh, for the, next, the second pack <laughs> in the next cycle. Uh, do you want to take us yeah. through why this chapter pack is your favourite chapter pack so far? Uh, well, yeah, I can tell you about it um, quite neatly uh, summarised with, with two words. Uh, Winter and Craven. The only thing it's missing is a white raven. I mean, basically, stick a fork in me, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, I mean, there could be a white raven in there. We've only seen a few of them. Um, they must be coming. They've got to be coming eventually. But yeah, so the new chapter pack announcement came out on um, the Fantasy Fight Games website. I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. Um, it's called Call to Arms. Um, the <laughs> the cover image of the Call to Arms pack is another 
one in a long history of kind of stressed horses in this game. <laughs> this horse is going ballistic. I don't know, it's, it's wearing some sort of doily as well, which is odd. But um, yeah, anyway, enough about that. We've got the return of the seasons agendas. Um, literally the same names. Uh, I obviously don't do the same thing, however. Um, sh- shall I read them out? Uh, yeah, read out, read out the agendas. We won't go through all the cards, but... No. Okay, so Kings of Summer, agenda. Kings of Winter. Um, Kings of Summer is Summer Traded. Winter is Winter Traded. Um, and they both don't allow you to uh, include uh, plot cards with the opposite season in your deck. So you can have normal plots in the decks, but nothing that's got the opposite seasonal trait. Uh, the summer agenda reads, you increase your reserve on each player's revealed plot card by one. Full stop. Whilst there's no winter plot cards revealed, increase the gold on your revealed summer plot card by one. So an important thing to take from that is that the reserve value is always going up. That doesn't matter what else. As long as you're running this, reserve is increased by one. Uh, winter conversely reduces the reserve on its players revealed plot card by one. And then if you have a winter plot card revealed, you reduce the gold value on each opponent's non-summer plot card by one. So that's what they do. Yeah. What's everyone's initial reactions upon reading or hearing about these? Well, it's good to see that the the winter one doesn't automatically batter the summer one like it used to. Yep. Like, if you were in the Kings of Summer, Kings of Winter matchup in first edition... Uh, and you, and it became winter. The Kings of Summer player was almost definitely losing. Yeah. Uh, so that's nice, and it, it, well, it pretty much confirms that all the summer tech will be based around plots, which we kind of assumed anyway. So whilst we might get a White Raven, I think it's pretty unlikely. I mean, if it turns up, it's not going to do the same thing. So that's fine. Yeah. I, I kind of, I've accepted that now. Um, for my money, just purely um, as they are. The Kings of Summer agenda is marginally better. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think so. I I don't know. The very mild choke from Kings of Winter is quite brutal because gold I mean, is there's not a lot in it. At the moment, isn't it. There isn't a lot in it, but I just think the Summer one is slightly better as they are printed. However. Already, it seems that winter plots are nastier. Yeah. Which I think is where the Kings of Winter agenda is really going to shine over the summer one. The winter plots we've already got are pretty grim. Um, if they keep up that sort of level, we may be, um, yeah, we may be cooking with something here. I'm very, very excited. Okay. Um, have you, if you scroll down a bit, there, there is a new summer and a new winter plot. Summer Harvest oh, is yep. really interesting. X gold, when revealed, choose an opponent. X is too higher than the printed gold value on that player's revealed plot card. Um, which I think is a really cool mechanic. Uh, Good numbers. Good opener. Yeah, it's great. You know, if you hit another Summer Harvest, you only get two. So gutted. Um, but if you hit <laughs> Noble Cause or Calm or Trading with the Bentoshi, you're absolutely laughing. Um, this is your opener in the summer deck for the rest of time. It can't be navelled. It's going to... Most people still got um, Calm over Westeros. 
Yeah, so you're talking, what, six gold against most other people's openers? You, uh, if someone opens with trading, you're you're going to be fucking laughing. If someone yeah, opens against you with trading and you play this, you're looking at 15 quid. Do you know what you're not laughing against? What? Um, if Forgotten Plans gets reprinted, you are crying. You get <laughs> yeah, zero you gold. Yeah, fuck all, yeah. Because for those who haven't seen it, Forgotten Plans... Makes people cry. Um... Oh, no, actually, no, it's when revealed, isn't it? So it doesn't work. Oh, no. Okay. Well, if Outwit is printed, you get no gold. <laughs> That's so anything funny, that cancels... Well, there'll, there'll be something that cancels when revealed. In some form. There's a Maester theme. We might get it back. Yeah. We okay. hope so. This show loves Maesters. We love Maesters. <laughs> Maesters no, Summer Harvest resets. is superb. Summer yes. Harvest is fantastic, and it's not limited to one per flock deck either. So, I mean... I could see myself putting that in two times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, what about Winter Festival? Five gold? Uh, two well, Miss well, Rodent's contrary to what I just said about Winter Plots being potentially better. I don't think this is fantastic, but equally, it's pretty good gold, isn't it? So, in a Kings of Winter deck, it's four gold, which is pretty solid. Um, yeah. And two power for your faction. That's... At the end of when the challenge phase ends, there's no pl summer plot cards revealed. Gain two power for your faction. So that's just you know the passive. Sorry, in a winter deck, in a winter deck, it's still five gold. Does it only reduce your no? Well, you have a winter plot revealed, which reduces the gold on each opponent's oh, opponent. summer plot. Oh, sure. Okay, right. Okay, that's fine. So it's only one sided. It's yeah. the reserve that always hits. Sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Sure. Well, uh, passive power gain is good. You got this. You got the wall. Yeah. You've got the Iron Throne. You've got Heads on Spikes. There's a lot of chat. There's a lot of stuff you can get with doing nothing. And uh, five two one six, not a terrible stat line for a Night's Watch deck. I no. think there's a good Barrow Winter potentially in the works here, but it just plays on all this passive power grain. Yeah. Um, Using Stannis to keep down all the chuds. Yeah, yeah. Stannis to keep the chuds down. Gendry to kick up power up. The Iron Throne uh, Chamber to get the gold off. Um, Sorry, the, the Power Away Winter Festival. There's probably more coming down the pipe. So, yeah, pretty good. Sounds good to me. Mm. So, uh, for the final card of that chapter pack that we probably want to talk about, do you want to, do you want to take us through Craven, Craven? Absolutely, uh, Dave Dave. Um, so, when I designed this champ card, uh, what I wanted to do was, was pick a card where I could put some flavour text in, which made my surname sound absolutely fucking dreadful. Um, and I think I've uh, achieved that with choosing this quote from Maester Raymond. Um, I'm not a big fan of the artist who did the picture, though, because I don't think it looks much like me. I'm a bit disappointed. Yeah, um, it's it's not the best likeness that we've had on a on a champ card. Um, and you'll notice no. that they haven't really credited you either. It hasn't said, you know, designed no. by Craven. It's, but I guess no, it's I've implied. Emailed that. Yeah, um, it should really say... Uh, Gamers Nexus Essex Regional Winner 2014 on here. Um, I was surprised as anybody to get a champ card for that. But, um, yeah, yeah, you know, sorry to Vince as well. I know he's still waiting for his, but to be fair, he only won the European Melee Championship, so... Yeah, it's not even a joust. Um, no, it's a real version of the game, is it? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, my champ card is a, it's a... I thought I'd be a bit crazy, get out there, and make an attachment. You know, just for a change. Sure. Uh, it's a condition and it's terminal. Uh, it's Night's Watch. It's not loyal, so you can splash it. Everyone can have a go if they want. 
Um, and it says attacked character cannot be declared as an attacker. Thought I wanted to try and get my personality across. You know? Sure. So you <coughs> you intimidate other people so they don't attack you. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm glad you took that from that, Dave. Yeah. That, that's what I meant all yeah. along. Um, <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. Um, I think Jack already mentioned um, the other day when we looked at this that there's a deck in the works where you could put this in and a fishing net and just stop people doing anything. Um, and you could call it, I don't know, fishing for Craven or something similar. So, you know, that'd be nice. I like it. Yeah. Um, I would fish for you. Thanks. So no worries. The, the flavour text, Craven can be as brave as any man when there is nothing to fear. Do you think Maester Raven is just a bit confused? And what he means is Craven is as brave as any man you can think of. Because he has nothing to fear. Do you think that's what I it reckon, is? Yeah, or he's like he's like read a quote that... in a book and then it but it's been like Chinese whispered down the ages. Um and by the time Eamon's got to it, he, he doesn't realise what who you are. Because you've only just come I, I, to the watch, obviously, I'm... after uh, you thought about Sauron um taking the ring after that party, uh, and we yeah, decided yeah. to ship it off up to the watch. Yeah. But then why would Sauron care? He's not even from Westeros. Um <laughs> Yeah, it haunts me. Yeah, I guess actually, I guess what has happened. I mean, most of Eamon, he's a bit fucking old, isn't he? Blind. But I'm really, again, we've already mentioned it, but I'm a bit pissed off at FFG really here because the artist hasn't drawn me properly at all. I've not been credited. They fucked the flavour text up. Um, but at least it's my card. It is. And not everyone's got one of those. No. Um, and, you know, it's nice for us to enter the, the realms of podcasts who've got hosts with card designs on. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I find, I did it for us, lads. I brought us up to that sort of standard. Because yeah. we're in a pretty crowded market now, so you know your hosts are legit when they've won something. Exactly. And when they get a, and when they get a, you know, a lovely attachment named after them. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, not the not first time we've done this, though, because Peel had a card design in Call of Cthulhu, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Peel, you, you, yeah. yeah, Peeler, quite a long time ago, wasn't it? In the course, yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't, too. I, I didn't want to bring that into into question. I didn't thought you know it was as relevant that my my fame in Call of Cthulhu was uh, more renowned than Thrones, but you know, you get a Thrones card. I've had a Cthulhu card. Dave, you're going to get a Star Wars card. That seems well, fair. Uh, well, uh, and Jack, you can have a Conquest card. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> no worries, <laughs> mate. Just to even it out. Um, you know, what about that, Runner? What about that, Runner? Before you get I hope you enjoy using it. That keeps up the uh, the pattern from the look. We had a world champ on two weeks ago. We had a world champ on last week, and now we've got uh, a exclusive. Well, you know, a new spoiler from a champ as well. Thanks. So uh, that's pretty nice. You know, yeah. keeping up appearances. Hey, it's not easy being me. No. You, know, you could um, you could stick these under your house cards so they would be facing your opponent and just say Craven, Craven, Craven on them. <laughs> the way they're designed. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Know, I might do that. You know how at Starlight everyone shouts much and more whenever they play much and more and one assumes oh, yeah. when they play uh, Gift of Arbor Red they'll shout much and more. Um, yeah. Well, to be fair, Dave, by well, the end people were just shouting much and more for the hell of it. I mean, I don't yeah. think most of the time... Oh, I caught a few people shout. faking. I'm not sure they understood. A few people who, I, I don't think I don't think it translated as well um, in other languages, um, unfortunately. Um, 
But, you know, it was nice to see audience participation. Okay. But do you Get think, involved. um, do you think just every time people play this, they'll just go, Craven! We like in do. our Christmas theme, which we could do, or is the prevalent way of saying you your name around someone, here. You should, you should shout out his name is Craven when you attach it to him. Ah, okay. Batman and then when you play the Tiziano Reducer, you shout, he likes white ravens. Yes. You could make a song out of a and party then, play. And then you've got Kings of Winter to reduce other people's gold. Yeah. Oh, um, you're gonna have I to feel like my to... deck is building itself okay. for the rest of time. <laughs> okay, so it? if you banner to... You banner to, to uh, banner to the Lannisters and you can um, use treachery. Oh, you can't if you've got Kings of Winter. You I'll banner to... I've got a banner to the Kraken, haven't I? Well, I thought you could banner to um, Lannisters for treachery, so you could also cancel saves to try oh, and get the rest us. of the song. That's yeah. the and then I can just start swinging them if I don't win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, I, I become um, Exodia. Yeah. I absorb sure. your souls. I'm, I'm like Shang Tsung out of Mortal Kombat. Okay, yeah. That's a reasonable comparison, I think. Yeah. Well, at the moment, I apparently am no one on Thrones TV, so I'm somewhat upset about the whole situation. Post a shit deck and we'll upload not... it, and then you would be fine. Huh? Well, I've, I'm trying to review cards, Dave. Um, I, I've, I've launched off Cravens. I've read a few of Cravens. I've, I've launched off, and I thought, okay, if we can all collectively review every single card, <laughs> that means all of us will have some kind of presence. So I've tried to review Fishing that. Okay. It, it's, you know, I've, it's just not letting me post it. Oh, really? No, not at all. Apparently, my reputation. Posted. Yeah, my reputation doesn't allow me to write more reviews. Apparently, <laughs> how, how many reviews I've have you written? I've only written one. <laughs> one. Well, you vote. That's the thing. I think you've only I, got well, one reputation. So, so how much? Rep- two, probably. I think. I think it's one reputation was, gives you a post. How do I get more reputation, Dave? You got to post decks, the, um, post the comments, the mail, and stuff. Appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, you've oh, already cool. got. A champ card. What more do you want? You like that's all the reputation you need. Cthulhu. It looks like you. Yeah, it is Cthulhu. Count. It doesn't count. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, yeah, two in Cthulhu. You have the Peel, um, Peeler, and the Peel Society. <laughs> yeah, a whole. I didn't know you won twice. <laughs> yeah. You're a regular old Tom Kapoor over here, haven't we? He was the original Tom Kapoor. <laughs> Tom Kapoor. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that card. I don't own that. See, I've got a, uh, I've got a copy of Peeler, and I've been meaning Peel to sign it for ages, but I haven't got around to it. Well, you know, send it over in a fax. Wait, that's not possible. Um, no, I'll just wait till you're next in my house, Peel. Probably <laughs> easier, yeah, because a fax would not send easier. the card. It would simply send the scan of the card. Um, yes. <laughs> magic of the the telephone lines. Magic. Of course. Oh, magic. the Peel location. Oh, they're six cost. Crazy. Yeah. That's, very, that's very interesting. Very interesting card. Beasties. Okay. And the subtitles. We talk about some other subtitles now. protecting some real mankind. Juicy one. Oh well, yeah, I guess so. Oh, you mean the? Do you mind if I take the first okay. one? These are our Not Wolves of the North spoilers, everybody, okay. because everybody has Wolves of the North spoilers. You're a ten a penny now. They really are. I'm going to go with uh, my personal favourite. Out of the two. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a 50-50 choice, really. Uh, um, hey, take it, we can get it, cards. It's a one-cost location. Ooh. Yeah, it's called the Shadow Tower. Ooh. A nice watch card. Seems reasonable. 
Well, that's going in my deck then. Oh, it is, yeah. It can go in your deck, and it would be effective in your deck because it's a North agenda. It's got the North text, and it's a reaction. After you win a challenge as the defending player, Neil, the Shadow Tower, to choose a character controlled by the losing opponent. That character could not be declared as an attack declared as an attacker this phase. And it's not loyal. Ooh, that's going to be a pain. And it's not loyal. It's going to be a pain in the fucking arse. That's good. Winning challenges in Night's Watch. As a defender. As anything. <laughs> yeah. Eminently possible. <laughs> as a defender, I reckon that's a little bit more possible. As an attacker, not so much. I've won, I've won a challenge or two in my time as Night's Watch. Just one or two. I made a whole challenge um, once when I came up against another wall deck. Uh, I had to make lots of challenges because I couldn't do anything else. <laughs> this card is for proper Night's Watch. None of this Night's Watch crossing bollocks or that crazy Kraken thing, because that exists on its own in some weird alternate dimension. This is for proper defending the wall, um, Castle Black, acting as an old frozen outpost, whatever they were called. Um, bananas, no way you're getting through this type thing. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying? Yep. Fair enough. I do... I like yeah. it. I question the wisdom of FFG giving us these when we specifically asked for Star Wars spoilers. But I guess the whole box was spoiled by the Spaniards anyway, so it's a bit less... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. The whole of Galactic Ambitions yeah. was just... Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a Sith library, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Looks like a Sith library. <laughs> it's, yeah, something like that, definitely. About the same height. Yeah, about the same height, yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> fucking huge it's How many books they got in there? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, is why did a Sith right at this point need a whole library there's only ever two of them <laughs> but it's not just one though is it because the library is non-unique you um, think each, each one of those Sith right being one there's only two would just have a Kindle <laughs> <laughs> but some stuff yeah, hasn't been digitised yet has it so but that's the other thing as well if you're hunting if you're trying to work out who the Sith are just hang outside the library <laughs> I would have sniffed Palpatine out fucking well early. <laughs> he comes bowling out of the book under his arm. I'm like, Senator, what are you doing in there? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Oh, well, fair enough. I've been rumbled. I've, There's only two Sith. Who's the librarian? <laughs> Someone's got to let him check the books out, right? Yeah, that's why the well, bonus of being a Sith. Like, you never get a late fee because there's no one there. No one knows. <laughs> Maybe they have like an automated system like they have in universities now, where it's just kind of use like a card. They've got like a, a Sith login card. Mm, that makes sense. You know, for Sith discounts and an extra free Sith cheeseburger. Yeah. And uh, that is what would get you caught. You yeah. go to Galactic McDonald's and you pull out your Sith discount card, <laughs> and they're like, "Got ya." Yes. Yep. There you are. Hand that over. Bollocks. Ten percent at all popular shops. It's the deleted yeah. scene from Revenge of the Sith when Anakin's getting kind of lured in. He works yeah. out he might better stop his missus dying and then someone leads in and goes and also just keep the books for however long you fucking like them. <laughs> Add a free cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. I'm having that. And discount on clothing. Yeah. So anyway what do you reckon about Shadow Tower? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. As a one cost location it's very solid. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are running uh, Sword in the Darkness recently with all the fealty lists so this will start right in. Yeah. Lovely job. Yeah. Um, Lovely job. It's brilliant on um, your For the Watch turn, where you can kneel oh, yeah. basically anything to win the 
first challenge. And lock out, say, a bail a Balon or something that's really giving you trouble. Which is cool. Yeah, if a Balon's giving you shit, play this tower bit. Exactly. I'm not sure you, you would win it no. with just anything, right? Would you? No, because, you can't. Uh, yeah. I was just no, thinking no, no. Myself. You, you do oh, have to actually win it. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. But most people will not overcommit on the first challenge. Like, they'll yeah. send a chud to waste it because they can't win it. Yeah. So. This is. Uh... And for that reason as well, this is probably fairly good if you come up against like a traditional crossing deck because most of the time the first challenging crossing is just the one you know you're not going to win. Yeah. So this is pretty cool. I like it a lot. It's good. Very, very good. I'll, I'll write a review about that one. Nice. Jack, you want to do the next one? <laughs> Go on then. I can't. Uh, the next one is a Baratheon event. It's non-loyal. Costs two gold. And it's called Even-Handed Justice. Action, choose a standing character controlled by each player near each of those characters. Hot diggity daffodils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. Hot diggity yeah. daffodils. Uh, that's a little How about you don't attack me or my opponents in melee? Otherwise, <laughs> I'm kneeling this chud and you guys are getting fuck all. This is, this oh, is going to rule melee tables. It's so cool. it's so good that it, it's just an action you can use it at any phase, like halfway through a challenge or just after everything stood in the standing phase. Thought you'd kneel, thought you'd milk Stannis. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. See you. yeah, yeah. It's and also, it appears they've sent us a Warhammer Forty Thousand Conquest card because for anyone who is aware of Warhammer Forty K lore, that looks like a sort of a bearded Sanguinis. That statue. It's not the father. It could be him. Yeah. <laughs> like angel wings, isn't it? But I can see what it actually is. But, um, yeah, it's not loyal either. Look at that. It's going to fucking rock up anywhere. Yeah. Do you think we'll it... get uh, an event for every god now? Because this is, uh, I'm guessing this is the father of a picture. I hope so. Um, if it was traded as like the seven or something, then I would, I would think yes, but it isn't. So, No. But it does, I mean, I can understand the effect belonging to a Baratheon, but the whole flavour of this uh, does seem a bit strange. Because no one in Barra really screams kind of fervent about the Seven, do they? No. no. Strange one. But yeah, it's good. I mean, that's just from a flavour perspective. But yeah, it's absolutely superb. This card is bonkers. I'm quite glad it's cost two gold, though, because it, it's going to keep people honest. Because, you know... Yeah. We're going to need to keep the gold back to pull this off, whereas other two gold costs in Barrowfield, so you can get away with using your house card to reduce it a little bit. Which I think is only fair, considering how good this is. Everyone's gone quiet. It's, it's pretty good. I, I don't think <laughs> there's stunned. much more to say, is there? It's just uh, it's really, really solid kneel. It can kneel anything yeah. that's unless it's immune to events. So. We had the uh, you have the mail package already for bannering to the stack, so now you just get three more nil cards if you want them. Yeah, yeah. There, there isn't a Barra deck that this isn't going to be fantastic in. Uh, and it's now just, I mean, Barra Fealty, in my opinion, is 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 probably one of the top three decks around at the moment, and I, I can't see that changing anytime soon. So the real question is, what do you kick out to put this in? I think the only problem is that it's got 
Uh, well, the, the best place to use it is in the standing phase, I think. Uh, but then, then it's got anti-synergy with Stannis. But um, you can just use it before. But not if you're about so to wildfire or something, and you you kneel someone who you know they're going to keep. Yeah, true. Like, yeah, there's plenty, there's plenty of uses. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, you just don't use it during the standing phase if you've got um, if you've got Stannis, you can use it on like your claim soak and whatever yeah. that you played at that turn. Oh, it's fantastic yeah. with um, Kari followers, of course. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be popping straight back up. Yeah. Yeah, it's well exciting card. Yeah, really, really, really cool. like it. I'm loving the way this, the card pool's developing, guys. Mm. Like every release I'm I'm happy with at the moment. Yeah, there's only been what? Not There's not that many cards where we've just said, oh, it's terrible. It's never going to see any play ever. Uh, Brandon's Gift. Yeah, Brandon's Gift's one of them. But there's not that many. I think that's the only one that's been absolute toilet. The rest have all found some use somewhere on the line. Uh, Holder's a bit shit, but um, he's definitely not Brandon's gift terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, any more then, or shall we move on to um, our uh, favourite thingy-majiggies? Objective sets. Well, I've definitely got no more spoilers, I'm afraid. Oh. You just you ran out of spoilers. I ran out of spoilers. Sorry, oh. guys. We did miss one. Uh, Dornella Hornwood. Oh, in the, oh, we're going, in oh the my chapter pack. pack. Oh, yeah. okay. My yeah, chapter pack. Forever to be known as. Well, I'll read it then, since it's in my box. Um, Dornella Hornwood. She appears to be a pig. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> a pig on the table. It's Sorry. Another target um, for Peel's cookery show that he was talking about last week. Yeah. Peel, how would you cook this pig head? Um, she costs four gold. With she's got an intrigue back. icon and a power icon. And either free strength or eight strength, depending on how that card is set. I'm going to assume it's free strength. Um, reduce the cost of the first loyal card you marshal or play each round by one. She's House Hornwood and she is a lady. Lady. Very good to me. Interestingly, she's not loyal herself, so if you splash her into other factions, you can lower your loyal cards with her. Holy shit, I didn't realise that. Mm, tasty. Mm. Lower Balon, you're on the Viper. Lovely. Now, now, In one deck. Um, yep. I'm not too sure who this woman is. Is this the woman that Ramsay Bolton she, he lo- he marries? marries her. Yeah, marries her, locks Take her in a tower. Land. Yeah. She eats her own hand? She does. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. Spoilers. <laughs> it's the second book. It happens pretty yeah. early. It's been out for 40 years. You should have read one now. Um, who do you reckon that maester is behind her? That looks like Lomis to me. Not Lomis. Um, the other bloke. Oh. I've forgotten his name. Pylos. Pylos has got to be, yeah. Like, he's the one that replaced who's the that, Who's that Baron maester that everyone ran? Lomis. No, he's a Tyrell maester. It's a Pilos. stealthy one, wasn't it, Pylos? Yeah, stealthy one who discarded cards and shadows. I think I triggered it at a grand yeah. total of one time ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it cool, man. Standing with Massey's hook. Yeah, up in the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Hornwood, she's all right. Go on, then. What's your favourite objective set beginning with A? Um, Asteroid Sanctuary? Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Why? That's Why is it the best favorite one? objective set gone? <laughs> it's got a falcon in it, and the falcons are bollocks. <laughs> it's true. It's a good one. 
can... Cloud City guest quarters as well. That's some solid limited economy there. Yeah. Now, if you had two Cloud City guest quarters, could you put them in setup? No, you can't. Okay. Two limited cards. Ah, oh, right, okay. <laughs> I'm glad someone cleared that up. Good, good to hear it. Peel, what's your favourite <laughs> objective set beginning with A? Um, <laughs> trick question. <coughs> objective set? Yes. For Star Wars? Yes. Trick question. <laughs> why is, why is <laughs> it a trick question? <laughs> why do you think? All our brawl. And why is that? Because it has resets. It does have resets. Fucking hell, Peel's done more research to answer this question. (laughs) Oh, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hang on. I know what's happened here. I was absolutely (laughs) stunned there. (laughs) I was absolutely blown away. And then (laughs) I realised what was happening. I I don't know. I'm going to leave it. I'm I'm not going to speak here. If people can guess what just happened, then... (laughs) I will sign your copy of Craven. I'll sign him anyway, I don't care. But, um, yeah. Oh, that was funny. Well, you lampooned me there, chaps. I think Peel was about to engage you in high-level Star Wars scumdeck yeah. talk. Right? A simple lampoon. <laughs> yeah. Very good. So, so which is your favourite card of that objective set, Peel? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Uh, it's a tough one, Dave, to be honest. I mean, um... It's not tough. There's quite... only five other cards to choose from. You could be the objective set. yeah, he's pretty good, isn't he? Zekathine is quite good. He's got two of those blasty guns in black, and then a white blasty gun, and then the one that looks like a bit like a targeting reticule. <laughs> he does. Three unit damage <laughs> and one tactic cycle. Lovely. Yeah, but when he's... When, uh, when he is destroyed, uh... You get to destroy each other unit in play. That's As a force injury. Of course, yeah. So he's a bomb. And of course he's and of course he's, you know, a character in a black sun. So mm. good traits. Positive yeah. traits. Okay, Positive well that was traits. that was very insightful, Peel. Um go well, on, Jack. Work, What's it's your cool. favourite objective set beginning with that? It's not just that card though in that in that set, Peel, to be fair. Oh, isn't it? No, no, there's some, there is another one which you're almost certainly going to like. Come on. All right, then. Stop playing pop- possum. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a, it's, a, it's an Ewok scout. Got ya! I knew you were making it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ewoks aren't scum characters. <laughs> oh, no, of course. They fight for the, uh, the Republic. Uh, <laughs> <Republic>. <laughs> one of them oh, they sorry. fight for the, the people on the moon they the fight for Venice <laughs> oh Napoleon. dear oh, Napoleonic Ewok scouts <laughs> Jack oh. can you give us an actual objective set beginning with A that you like uh, mine is Agent of the Emperor Oh god, what's Which that? Which is Mara Jade's. Oh, it's yeah. Mara Jade's objective set. That's um, very good. Yeah, she's a beast when you stick a lightsaber on her and give her elite shielding and targeted strike and just go to town on all their characters. 
She was pretty fucking good. Yeah, she's good. Now, <laughs> I, I'm going to break form, as I always did, uh, and talk about my favourite janky one and my favourite good one. Because there's oh, the janky one, which is Across the Judland Wastes. Forced reaction <laughs> after a character unit is focused to strike. Place a focus token on it. Um, which sounds yeah. terrible, but you can play it in vehicle decks so that um, all their characters get focused and you don't have any characters, so it doesn't matter. Which is okay. great. Uh, and then the, of course, the awesome OP restrict one along the gamma run, because it was errata to limit once per phase, uh, limit one per deck, because it's just awesome, and you keep the force, and it's nice. Is that the one with the hyperspace marauder in it? It is, yeah. Yes. And the hired hands. Oh yes. Yeah, very good, very good. Okay, well that's our uh, our thirty seventh episode of banter behind the throne just about wrapped up. I think. Do we have yeah, anything so. else? No, no, not from me. Um, what we got coming up? Anything going on? Um, I think SCs are pretty much over now. Uh, we still haven't heard from anyone in CM. Um, perhaps CM doesn't have the internet. Um, <laughs> we don't know. Um, we've dispatched Ravens. Um, and we've written a letter, um, giving it to a friendly postman, to try and make contact with the people of CM. Um, if you can hear us, please respond. This is Bent Upon the Throne, over. See, nothing. I was talking into a wireless there. Um, oh, right, okay. <laughs> so we're going to try and find out um, if CM has been taken into the sea or not. Um, it may have. It would be name appropriate. Maybe. It's been dragged in by Cthulhu. Um so there's that. We're going to try and get some dates together and then maybe make a little venture down to see him, aren't we? But I think the next big event that you should put in your diaries is going to be the Dockside Brothel, which is in May? May the 7th? May the 7th. May Unless the 7th. you're so, yeah. going to France in two weeks or three weeks to the Tourney of the Hand. Well, we're sending... I say we're sending, like we're paying for him to go. Um, Joe Zimmer is going to that and he said he's going to write us yeah, a little response a little report and tell us what went on so um yeah we'll, we'll be able to at least respond back if uh I sh- don't you normally go to that sort of thing though dave i've been to france once oh you were banned though weren't you banned from france yeah you can't get Not banned that I recall. From france. no one can get bans from france <laughs> oh well i've looked into what went on oh well you've got those yeah, secret ooh. records i have yeah. yeah. As far as I remember, I didn't get banned from France. Well, you need to try harder. Mm, I do. Is it hard yeah. to get banned from France? I don't know. They're, I'd imagine it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Don't really care, li- do they? Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. you're visiting France. That's nice. No one else does. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the experience I had at French border. Border control. <laughs> oh, come in. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just come in. We're friendly enough here. Um, yeah. Just try and not to steal or you know commit crime in general just you know it'd be nice if you didn't but if you do our police have guns so we don't yeah. really care to yeah exactly the french <laughs> are bloody nice but their police have got guns uh, don't yeah. fuck about don't argue with them uh, is my advice if dealing with french policemen they're normally right um at this point i would normally start petitioning for a sign-off dave but you know what can't be asked <laughs> good because you're not getting one no i don't want one <laughs> I have got build deck. You build deck. I build deck. I'm trying to get my up on Thrones TV, so I've made a Lords of the Crossing, but I've called it Lords of the Sea because it's like you know down with that. 
Except okay. I need to make one out of Stark because uh, Greyjoy still aren't good enough to stand on their own. But oh, they are, Peel. They definitely are now, mate. Not in the line, Scout, awesome, they're not. Priest of a drowned god, get in there. I've got a few priests. I've got six of them. Three, three, not six. Six. That'd be silly. This is why you've got six. terrible reputation. Yeah, six. <laughs> what? Can't have that many. But yeah, I've got uh, I've got a few priests of the drowned gods in there. Um, I'm liking the priests. I've got um. I'm playing a couple of throwing axes because they look like Antarus bits of bobs. Got a couple of great krakens. Nice. That's right. Yeah. Some uh, sea sewn chairs. Sea sewn chairs. A few of them. On the seashore. Bobby... On the seashore. Then obviously I got some risen from the seas. That's it. Some, some krakens grasp. I um I named my Lannister crossing deck after Dave. Oh, did you? I did because I ran oh, better, never bet against my family, which has been. Shortened to Banff, isn't it? So Banff, I just put yeah. Banff and took the L off. So it's Banford of a Crossing. Love it. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like a... Am I the I'm just trying to, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. If you want, we can go there. <laughs> or, the, or the money lender. <laughs> yeah, actually, you are. I'm going to talk about that because I owe you a fair few quid. Um, yeah, so we go. New right. Warpack out for Conquest, everyone. Mm. Yeah. Well, we've got to be more diverse because obviously there's there's a lot of competition out there, so I think we can we can snatch it if we're the diverse ones. Oh, we can talk about our experience in Conquest. Yeah. Well, well no, actually, based Conquest... on my experience in the uh, Corset meta, uh, <laughs> two games with only Space Marines, mm. I can say that Tyranids are terrible. Well, <laughs> actually, you're not far off. <laughs> Conquest is relevant to our interests. Okay. Because the Shadows mechanic has appeared in Conquest. Okay. Yes. It's oh. called Deep Strike, but it's Shadows. Okay. So you pay like one resource or whatever to Deep and Strike then... a unit, it goes in face down, and then at the start of like, the battle, for sort of, like the start of challenges, if you like, you pay, come out the pod. You pay the rest of its value. To turn it face up. I'm not very comfortable with that. So they've stolen our mechanic. They've stolen shadow, um, not shadows. Yes, they have. Yeah, shadows. Yeah, they've stolen shadows. Yeah. Taking the piss a bit, isn't it? A little bit, seeing as we don't have shadows anymore. Mm. Yeah, they get orbital strikes and shit. That sounds way cool. We're looking at it. I mean, that bit on its own does make conquest seem a bit more interesting, but the game still gives me a horrible headache. <laughs> Tell on tidy. 67 cards is too many cards. Yes, it is. Oh, God, here we go. It's a few too many. Six too many. Six too many, Peel, to get a legal deck. Time to trim the fat. Indeed. Right, are we done then? Yeah, I think so. 